I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to my podcast, One Blunt Woman. Kevin, how are you? I'm good. It's good to see you. I know. We haven't done this in a while. Right. But you know what? (laughs) We have spent a lot of time in the studio lately, haven't we? That is true. We've been recording my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret. And an audiobook is a big undertaking, man. It's a big project. Well, it was six hours, so it took us more than six hours to record it. Oh, yeah. It took us probably, what, five or six sessions? You're you're the best. That's all I have to say. Oh, thank you. You made it easy. So I'd say I've missed you since it's been a couple of months, but I've seen you almost every day. So. Right. We see each other all the time. I we just haven't done you. this specifically in a little while. This is only our second show of 2021. Oh, we need to get more onto this, more into this. Well, but the audiobook had to get done. It did, and it we've uploaded it, and we're waiting it to release. And as soon as it releases, you all will be the first to know. Yeah, and people will love it. If you like listening to Wanda's show, it's kind of just like one really long podcast. Just get a glass of wine and sit down and listen to it. Yeah, more of me yakking my mouth. Well, I today, enjoyed recording it. Oh, thanks, Kev. Today on the show, I have my dear friend Shelly. Hi, Shell. Hi. Oh, wait, oh sorry. Is your mic on? Yeah, she's on. Sorry. No. Oh, hello. No. Hi, Can honey. you hear me? Shelly, you can hear her, but you can't see her. That's fine. Shelly, <laughs> Shelly and I were on a walk today, and I said, "Hey, you want to come do my podcast?" She so said, "Wanda, I'm not dressed for it." And I said, "It's audio, not video." Exactly. Well, well, but still, radio podcasting is a less formal. You know, it's a people are supposed thing. to look relaxed and comfortable. But I, I get it. It's okay. Video kills. See, a guy would never think of that. So oh. it's, it's a, well, I had to no. draw my eyebrow on before we came. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I. Can't relate to that at all. Speaking of eyebrows, did you notice how my right eye is drooping? Because no. I went and got Botox. Who told you to do that? You did. <laughs> oh. All my friends, why do need Botox? So, and now my right eye is you, drooping and my left eye is higher. I, I, it's not noticeable to me, and I notice everything, uh, but you probably just need a touch-up. Okay. Which still is, seems very still I will tell the dermatologist whom I <clears throat> adore, she does a great job at... I don't know. Maybe you just look for every little wrong thing on your own face. Maybe, or I could just mm. go with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go and hold my hand. <laughs> I Can I ask a question about uh, recording your book? Do you have to stop and start over if you stumble? Yes. Yes. And then, or Kevin will go back and he'll edit it and he'll like delete the part where I stumbled or, or I'll just stop and start recording. So obviously he has to. Yeah. She'll just stop and start and then I'll, I'll smooth it, it all out. Yeah. He splices it. Okay. Yeah. But it's a, I mean, it was a lot. It is, it's, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done. Long, you know? Oh, I know. It is. But it was fun. Well, also, just because I've only, I have only listened to a couple of books on tape here and there, you want to make sure you're not putting people to sleep with your voice, which I'm sure you're not. Right. Cause well, because I, I fluctuate, I go up and down, I change it. And, and you just dated yourself by saying books on tape. <laughs> well. <laughs> You know. Kevin's like, what's a tape? <laughs> I like old hey, I school expressions, man. phrases. You knew what I meant. Randy's daughter is into um, records, and so she has this record player. And I sat in her room last week, and we sat and listened to ABBA. She had bought the album, and we were listening to it, and it sounded pretty good. That's sweet. All the kids think vinyl's cool now. Yeah, yeah it is. it's It's retro. It yeah. is retro. It's pretty cool. So it's been a while since I've yacked my mouth, and so much has happened. Like, for instance, I went on senior trip with my daughter. That was a shit show. When was that? Spring break. Oh, God. That's where um, I'm pretty sure she got roofied at that bar. Ah, right. Why? Why? Are you sure she just wasn't heavily she, intoxicated? Well, she could have been. But the reason I don't think she was is because she left the room at 10 that night and she was fine. And then an hour later, she comes home and she's complete. I'm like, what? Her friend brought her home. Was she doing shots? Well, that's what I said. Looks to me like you probably did 10 tequila shots. 
And her friend said, no, Wanda, she... She had one drink that she got at the bar, and who knows what was put in it? Oh well, that is yeah. you bad. don't you don't go from buzzed to a complete shit show mm-hmm. in that short amount of time unless something altered your mind. Well, she's you all are lucky, especially her that she had a good friend that got her out of there. Oh, I you know. know and Th- got, thank God for good friends. She came home. She she came back to the hotel room and took care of her. And I'm like, but they've known each other their entire lives. And I was like, I was very grateful for that. But some people just, you know, don't are just having fun themselves and don't really do that. And I think that's that's good. Right. They don't take care of their peers. Yes. Well, I mean, it's obviously rampant. And with Lizzie in college, and I said, Lizzie, your dad and I, we we know you go to bars. We don't care. It's part of being in college I go but we really prefer that you didn't drink in the bars she goes mom I don't because we drink beforehand and then we go to the bars she goes first of all I can't afford the drinks at the bars Thought that was kind of funny and, but she like she goes I know and we just go and we hang out and we have fun I'm so, sure the the bar the establishment loves that well when I mean there are there are out. well there are plenty of kids that come in no well, I plus know though, I mean there's in any college town there's bars where you can get drinks super cheap yeah. also if you're a girl, you often oh, don't even have to pay for that anything. Is well, and that's the problem. <laughs> so when the I'm guy, not sure she's sticking to that rule, but maybe she is. But when the guy's buying it, what's he putting in it? Yeah, that's true. Well, surely she knows a lot of people in there. and At those college bars, yes. But we were in Destin, and yeah. her friend said, well, you know, there were some 40-year-olds in there. I'm like, well, That's gross. I know. What is a 40-ish-year-old? But then again, when you're 18, someone... They were probably 30. They could have been 30. Or 28. Or they could have been, right? Thinking they're old. Yeah. But even if they were, like, why are you buying kids drinks? Well, they maybe thought it was fun. What are you putting in there? Well, that's not fun. That's horrible. Horrible. Did you call and tell them the next day? I feel like they're, uh, well, I posted on Facebook and of course I got my ass reamed for that. Well, maybe perhaps you should have called the bar and alerted them. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You're gone. You probably. Well, that's go when back. one of our friends reached out to me and said, "Hey, I think that was the same place that one of our friends, who's in her See, late forties, like maybe you should. May, the place I feel like know. there could be. Well, it's like I had three friends get roofied at that bar in Pres- in um, Highland Park Village. I won't say which bar. What? Yeah, and I was with them, and all of a like, sudden, not the same night. It was different nights, and all of a sudden, their these demeanor. These are middle-aged women. Yes, right. <laughs> These are. I know you just picture like college age when you hear no. about that. It's like so. So, mil- here, so cougars are getting roofy, <laughs> and all of a sudden their demeanor. It's not funny. I'm sorry. I, I oh, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. Either. No, I know. I'm not laughing either. But but your your demeanor shouldn't change that drastically after one drink. Well, okay, but does anyone follow up and let the place know or co- oh, contact yes. the police? Yes. God. One of my friends really got arrested scary. because it was public disorderly conduct or whatever when you're public um intoxication oh yeah 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 public intox the one that got roofied got arrested uh because Mm. i'm telling you this is why i don't go out by the way nothing good happens i don't know if three guys don't have to worry about this stuff so (laughs) well that's true you don't i mean it sucks being a woman sometimes when you fear for your life i mean it's there are predators out there most of them are men right that's probably true I'm sure there are some creepy women, but. Well, that's one of the most disturbing things when Wanda talks about uh, abuse, like of children and whatnot on her show. And it's like, what's this? It's like 98% are, are men. Oh, yeah. And like, it's, why, it's is, yeah, why is the male gender just so much more creepy? 
Or did you want to get into the weekly pedophile report? We might as well. I practically segued into it this time. Well, this is an interesting one because I was telling Shelly that they have changed um, the curriculum. They're adopting a whole new curriculum for Highland Park schools. It's this SEL, which I believe is social emotional learning. And a letter was sent out to the middle school last week, which you and I don't have middle, sco- middle schoolers anymore. You don't have anyone I don't in have high school. In school you're, you're in college. And the letter talked about this character some character something or another company they have created this curriculum and to better the emotional learning even though i really think a lot of that should come from your parents so but the schools now are stepping in and they're making it part of their curriculum and in connecticut this curriculum had talked about there was a picture of um are you buzzing no something's buzzing Oh, it's an it's Amber you. Alert. Ugh, I always hate when I see that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, the, there's a little girl. She's on her knees, and there's a man. It's a shadow, and it's his penis. It's erect, and this is in the... Are you sure? I mean, have you actually seen this? Or yes. This? It was. There was an article on this. <sighs> and so what, and what, what, what is it exactly? So it was talking about, are you scared? What kind of scared are you? Because they're teaching children how to deal with their emotions and, and talk about and talk what's about happening. what's happening, and I agree there should absolutely be a yeah, conversation. But, that picture but sounds, really creepy. I'll send you the article. Graphic. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a kid there, and maybe I'm glad. I'm. But why are we making this? It's now in the curriculum. I, I'm a little lost on that one. Well, that's a whole subject that I'm sure you could go into a chat a chit chat group of some sort and see all sides because there's fighting everywhere about it oh right about the new yeah oh well that's a perfect segue into our facebook fighting well yes we've we've unfortunately experienced that you probably a lot more than me but well, I feel because like, I'm too scared to comment on anything. I feel you like get your head shoot off. Yeah, yeah me right? too. Right? I, yep. I just no, stay out of it's everything. Awful. Even if it's the most innocent mm-hmm. remark in your mind, someone will pick it apart and have a problem with it. I feel it like that should be a it's new. As little as clicking a like button on something. It's so yeah. it's people unbelievable the pe- the people that seem to be laying in in wait to fight. I agree. Well, the, it should be a new Olympic sport. Facebook fighting. and it's usually <laughs> the same ten people that. Are, well, I've been attacked for. What I think is benign, and apparently it's not benign. And people- <laughs> one is pretty bold on social media. <laughs> well, also it's hard when your own people that you consider friends have a problem with what you're saying, and then they, instead of calling you, they fight with you on your post. Oh, and and then bring other people into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that gang mentality. Let's gang up. I mean, I just I don't see the point of that fighting if you have all the time in the world to fight on facebook or instagram or twitter or whatever you're on and you're fighting a lot of time with strangers are you really nurturing your real friendships right and that's the point you brought up and i find that very valid spend more time nurturing your friendships yeah real and growing them real versus getting online and fighting other people and, and the people that are acting like they're too busy oh i'm sorry i have we haven't talked in so long i'm busy or whatever but you see them constantly fighting online with people it's a little hard to swallow Ugh, it's brutal and 
I had one of my friends get into it with one of my Instagram followers. And a lot of my followers on Instagram are victims of childhood sexual abuse. And so a lot of the content that I put on there relates with them. And and she went after her. And I was just like, wow, you don't need. Why are you doing this? Well, and I remember that because I believe I chimed in at some point. The person who was fighting didn't even correctly read your post. She took it away that it wasn't. Do you remember? She Oh, she right. She misread it and focused on one little bitty part that wasn't even your point and started fighting with a stranger who was supporting what you had said and it turned into something that it wasn't ever meant to be. And that's typical of people that are looking for a fight. Well, I will say she did apologize, which she should have because she was definitely overly aggressive over something that I think the post was about if they can turn off um, Twitter accounts of like the president or whomever, then why can't they just turn off um, predators or uh, pedophiles or porn child? child Why can't they just turn that off at the click? Yes. And I thought that was an interesting. How would anyone have a problem with that statement? I I don't understand. I don't don't either. I don't don't know how you start. No matter if you're whatever political party you're supporting, what does that have to do with it? I agree. So well, it's people that are looking to make everything about politics. And oh, that, that so many people turned it into politics. And I'm just like, I want the child porn sites gone. But that point was missed. Oh, it was? Not not by anyone, by, except the one person that caused the whole thing. You know, unfortunately, there's over 100,000. I'm guessing someone interpreted there. that as a, a way of right-wing support. Yes. Yeah. Which, Which is not at all what you were trying to convey. No, she was, it's like... Sol- I think her your point, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, was they were selectively shutting people down. Right. Right, yeah. Because yeah. they were They right. didn't align with their thinking. Yes. And that is not fair. And anyone should agree with that, whether they're left, right, center, whatever. And so I just said, hey, well, since we're at it, shut down those porn sites, child porn sites. Which was the whole point. Anyway. I mean, the porn industry is enormous. I mean, there's like 30 million porn sites out there. I mean, more time is spent watching porn than anything combined of everything else. Do you have the, st- the statistics over uh, which sex is watching more porn? Do you think it's more men? I would think so. But we did an I episode would, on I, porn. I have done I like a few have. episodes on statistics of porn. I'd have to go back and jog my memory. Why do you know the answer? No, I just it's got to be mind, it's, it's got to be, be all men. It's got to be more men. I think it's more these days since it's not as taboo porn as it used to be. I think there are more women now than there used to be, but I, I would say that men edge out. Yeah, I would think I it's would, probably in like in my mind it's all it's like seventy thirty. I would say men. <laughs> I just I've watched porn before, and I it just it does nothing for me. But men are visual; they need something to look at. Well, and I hence the reason. <laughs> <laughs> they're roofing people in know, bars, right? Because they're creeps. No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't. But, I don't but know. It's true though. I'm like, why? Why is it always men? I think you're just the creepier of the two. I, for whatever reason, I guess it's probably true. Well, I will say, I, I had a conversation with a guy in a bar once, and he was talking about roofing and the drug, and saying if you both agree to take it. There's consent. He says the sex is amazing, and I'm thinking. I thought, I you thought just pass someone out. was asleep. Yeah, 
I'm like, who's it amazing for? But like, I've had sex on um, hallucinogenic drugs before, and it's it's pretty different. I mean, it's kind of fun to kind of. I didn't even know roofies were ever used as a recreational drug. I thought that basically is like, excuse me for saying this vulgar term, dead fishing someone. Oh, yeah. In okay. the roofie like that? Well, or I'm thinking. Someone's passed out? Maybe there's a time, there's a window before you completely pass out. I don't where, know. Where you're just disgusting. totally relaxed yeah. Yeah. and you're like, oh, and you, it's a euphoric high and the sex is amazing. I've done that. I don't okay, know. Well, what, I'm not. I don't know anything about that. All I'm saying is, you have to drug. If you have to drug people to get them to have sex with you, you're it's disgusting. Absolutely pathetic, and you might want to work on your your confidence game. What a, and also your addiction, uh, because you're sick. If you have to drug people to have sex with them, oh, oh, for sure. Yes, absolutely. But if it's consensual and you both want to high, totally different thing. Totally different thing. Do I think my 17-year-old daughter should be roofied so someone can um, kidnap her for to be in a sex trade? No. No one should be roofied. No. Yeah. Even Cougars. No one should be drugged without their knowledge for any reason. Well, for sure. I agree with that. Exactly. I mean, that's it's sneaky, illegal, and it's pathetic. Would you call it dead fishing? Is that when you fuck someone that's dead asleep or... I don't know. I, yeah, like I believe asleep. it came yeah. from someone being passed out. I think that's it, yeah. Drunk, and the other person they were with went ahead. Right, yep. Didn't you and I discuss how a woman... But I believe almost, now it's rape if that happens. Right, oh, right, sure. right. But didn't you and I talk about how essentially a woman could almost never rape a man only because right. you can't have sex yep. without an erection? I've made that point several times. I'm like... Uh, I mean, you could... Yeah, but if he doesn't want to, but his body reacts and he can't help it. And I don't what know. if I guess a woman could drug a guy what, and while he's passed well, out, he could get an erection. Maybe. Okay, but that's obviously on the smaller percentage. Right, yeah, that's not happening a lot. But but essentially the man has to it's like if I want to have sex with my partner and he's not in the mood, it's gonna be very difficult. Yeah. That's true. Well, yes, I don't know. I don't know about But it. a man could just stick his thing in a hole anywhere and mm. Whether the woman wanted it or not is my point. It's very different. But you know, it's weird though. A lot of times too today, women can kind of use that as a, to get back at a guy and say that like you were raped or something like that, you know? Which is why I know this is not funny, oh, but no, it's a joke I, like I in high school. We used that. to say it's very scary for men. Yeah, that's why we used to be like, make sure that like in case her parents come over or something, make sure she's on top because then there's no way that you could possibly be raping. I, it's like, it's true. I totally oh, believe right. that. You can I point mean, a finger and false like, accusations. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's sad because a lot of false accusations kill it for so many that actually are raped. Because yes. they regret it Absolutely. the next day and then they decide they were raped. Yeah. God. I'm, or they got caught know. and they don't want their parents to know yeah. that it was consensual, you know. And yeah. Yes. I, I. It's horrible. I don't know. It's really We've gone off on a tangent God, we've today. We've been on so many tangents today. I, I, like, I didn't want to get off on the rape thing, but we did. And anyway, so. Let's just skip the first break and just roll right into it. <laughs> Let's just roll. Okay. And I'm back. Oh, um, Prince Philip died. I'm a little sad about that. Did you see that? He hung in there, though. It wasn't like 99. Yeah, he had a good long run. He did have a good long run. Did you watch The Crown? Oh, of course. I love God, Kevin. I'm the he only did. one who doesn't, no. I, I just love that Elise show. Elise watches it. You well, should, did you, you watch should. the Meghan Markle interview? Yes, I what? did. I mean, that I, was painful to watch. You know, I. I mean, I don't want to live that life. And she got into it and said, I'm out. I don't want to do this. Well, for the thing that, that I had an issue with right 
from the beginning was when she tried to act like she didn't know anything about the royal family. That's ridiculous. Okay, well, that is ridiculous. Of course she did. And Did you watch Princess Diana's wedding back in 1980? Of course. I, mean, I set my alarm and I, know. I was with my sister and we got up and watched it. My mother got up and made me watch it. I thought that was total BS, so you're... That- that she yeah, had, I mean, I mean no way. And what I mean, was the I'm not point interested of lying in that at all. about I mean, that? I know that stuff. What's you know? the point of lying yeah. about that? So that I didn't really care for. Um, and I also wish Oprah had said to her when she was trying to act like she was depressed and suicidal, which she may have been, and that's very sad, if that's true. And that's sad. I feel bad for anyone in that position. But when she said no one would help her, I'm sorry, she was under a doctor's care. She was pregnant. She could have talked to her doctor about it. I mean, I don't believe that she couldn't get help from someone. Her own, her doctor. Yeah, but you wonder if the doctor was paid by the palace well, and he was. No, I don't think the palace is going to say, don't help her with her depression. I just don't believe that. Well, but I, I don't, don't know. know. The queen reminds yeah. me of my mother. That's true. They maybe want to sweep it under the rug. And yeah, with your mom, yeah, the uh, keeping up with the Joneses the type for thing. For sure. But she could have. We she don't have talk. Doctor. We don't talk about that in this household. I mean, that could. That, I swear I watch it with that football helmet hairdo like Sally Field had in Still Magnolias. I, when I was watching the crown, that reminded me of my mother. Just cold. All about appearance. No emotion. And how all Diana was treated was yes. horrible. So you. But she was also 18 years old. Okay, Megan's a grown woman who's almost 40. I know, but she's still stepping into an area I know, that but it's not the same to compare her to Princess Diana to me because she's not a kid. Princess Diana was 18 well, when that she is true. got engaged to him. But I, what I'm, I think what I'm saying is I was talking about Queen Elizabeth and how cold she is, and she could have been cold to either one of them. She's probably cold to anyone that comes in that family. Well, I, but you know that going in, that there are uptight and they're not going to sit around talking about feelings i mean anyone would know that right it just reminds me of my mother i mean i'm not sure i believe some of the stuff she said i think the way all of that was handled is very sad and if they don't want attention i don't understand why they even did the interview um but at the same time if any of that did happen to them maybe it was to clear the air yeah but they they made a lot of accusations. Oh, about the racist comments? Yes. What color Which, is he going to be? Or and how I don't, dark is it going to be? I don't what believe was the comment? that. Did you watch it, Kevin? Only little bits and pieces. Yeah. At least watch the whole thing. I just don't... I don't know. Why are we all so obsessed with the royals? I don't because, know. Why are people obsessed with it? I'm not. I just don't get the fascination. Well, there's the history, and these people seem to have everything, but yet they're not happy, right? And so, like, when Princess Diana died... I mean, it was such a tragedy because she was this icon, but she was so unhappy and had so many hard times. And then she was killed in a car wreck. I mean, you just, they're like larger than life. I wonder if, because everyone liked her better than all the other royals. royals. There's yes. a, there has to be some serious well, jealousy there. And then Meghan Markle comes in and everyone loved her. At so, first, and they were embraced and they're acting like they weren't. And they were embraced at first and there probably was some jealousy and i'm sure things could have been handled better but i just think the whole thing is sad the way they left and i don't know i don't i don't know diana really was the rock star though i don't think people have ever liked you know i don't think kate or Meghan markle have been as popular as princess diana was oh right. she was just like well, an icon and once there's well, someone like that i don't know that there can ever be another that compares i think you're right so is there a royalty royal family in dallas me that's a good question, though. 
I mean, now, that whole social because I mean, cl- you know I don't officially, I, but I am not a part of any of that social climbing. I mean, granted, being in Holland Park for twenty five years, if you there see used a lot to be of it in like in old Dallas, uh-huh. like from when I was growing up. Those people aren't the same as now with the new money that's moved in. There and has been a lot of new money, correct? It's all different. So I think anything goes now, and that was not the way it was in the past. You had to live by rules and present yourself in a certain way. And now that seems to all those old fashioned manners and etiquette and all that is not really still happening, I don't think. Well, you were right in the thick of it back in the 70s, yeah. right? In eighties, but eighties. No, it's a lot different. Dallas has gotten a lot bigger, and there's just uh, another friend of mine who was in the scene says the same thing. It's not the same. No, but that's fine. Maybe because people like me moved in with big mouths. Yes, it's you that ruined Dallas society. (laughs) (laughs) You and your big mouth (laughs) and vulgarity. I've killed it for everyone. You're a vulgarian. I I can't weigh in here. I'm not new money or old money. I'm no money. Well, I'm neither. I've moved out. I live on the water. Screw it. I'm done. A lot of people, I do know of several, I've heard of several people, and including me, that are from here, uh-huh. that grew up here, that are kind of ready to move on. Yeah. Well, I would think after so many years. Yeah. This I is a great on. town, though. It is great. I'm not cutting it down. it's great to raise your kids here. It but, is. And I, once Emma's out in a couple weeks, I just have Robert, and that's only three more years. And I really... It was great to raise them, but I, I'm ready to move on. Maybe it's just because I'm getting really old. I just want to live somewhere beautiful with not as many people. Well, that's pretty much what Wanda did. Wait, what? Say that again? Live somewhere beautiful with not as many people. Yes. You moved out true. to the water. Yeah. But I, I think maybe not as hot. I can't stand summer Oh, she wants to move here. to the... I get it. So... Anyway. I've been reading this book, The Body Keeps the Score. I've told you about this book, right? Yes. Kevin, I've, told I've you about ordered it. it twice, and you haven't gotten it yet. No, I have it. I it's in my stack of to be read. Oh, both of them? Probably. <laughs> ordered two of them. So, what he was talking about today is the imprint that trauma leaves on our bodies, and it's like those who have survived trauma. So many of us have what he calls a dual reality. So, what he's saying is, trauma is overwhelming. It's unbelievable. It's unbearable. But yet, we live this very secure, predictable presence, right? That's one side of us, right? But then the other side is we are side by side with this ruinous past, traumatic past, abuse past that, tr- that comes to the light of day sometimes, and it shows up when we don't want it to. But yet, we live with ourselves and I raise my kids and I go to school and I I do the things that I do and they're perfectly normal do you ever wonder how this side-by-side life that we have because I know you've had some trauma in your past too we both have fathers who abandoned us Mm -hmm. speaking of my father friend of me on Facebook today I was gonna say yeah make sure we get to that at some point no I don't know how I feel about that but like so how do we feel about living almost two lives and people will be like, oh, you're bipolar. No, I'm not bipolar. I live two, I live a dual reality. And I feel like that is such a better way to describe how our personalities can flip-flop because you can go from your frontal cortex, your wise mind to your amygdala and the shit show begins. It's a dual reality. 
Shelly? I think that that's true, and I think probably everyone has uh, who they are at their core that's probably wounded in some way or neurotic or whatever because most people don't turn out perfectly. But I think that who you want to be battles with that, who you are. Right. And I think that if you don't keep in check the who you are and the bad part of it i mean the trauma part can overtake who you want to be and so part of me thinks maybe that british way or a lot of people that just oh keep on moving we don't talk about our feelings Mm -hmm. some of that is okay because if you make such a huge thing of everything you would never be get anything done oh agreed so I yeah. think there's a balance. And the people that have had more trauma obviously are going to have a harder time figuring that out. So when you, okay, you and I have had outbursts with our significant others and we we get into this crazy part of our head and then it goes away. But yet, how do we like stop it from escalating to the next phase that makes it way worse than how it started well sometimes that happens and you have a knockdown drag out or you could end a friendship or you can damage yourself you know emotionally or sometimes we lose it people can lose it Kevin you ever lose it I lost it recently I think I told you about it (laughs) that's going postal didn't you have to wear a bunny or something well yeah that was my penance that was your but, pen, uh, right. <laughs> but yeah i did consequences I for your uh, behavior it's still affecting me i get you know i hate when i lose it like that i get so guilt-ridden yeah right right no one likes i mean well, Shameful, some people do know? but when you're somebody who doesn't really want to lose control you can feel really bad about it but i think if you at least are aware of it and have and apologize and think i need to do better at least you're you've got that if you can at least acknowledge it i mean there are people who lose it it and think they're right but guilt is so overpowering oh god it's the worst emotion it for me it's an addiction but don't you think maybe it's a okay if you don't have any guilt you're a psychopath well it's true oh well right i mean it it shows your value system yes but But if you live your life it keeps you about so many things remember when you sent me to that spiritual healer and oh yeah and she said you're addicted to guilt i was like I thought she was a quack at first, but then she did say a couple things that were... Uh, Listen, quacks can have some good points. Yeah, she had a good point. Remember she said I was a beheaded monk in my past life? Well, you maybe you were. <laughs> That's why I was... Brother... Neck pain, Brother right? Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but it's guilt. She just hit the nail on the head. It's guilt. There's so much guilt we have. Well, that's all, in my opinion, not that I'm a professional, but I should be, Um that's from everything you went through and you have uh unresolved guilt from what happened to you and so you your natural first response to a lot of things is guilt Hmm. you also definitely have a lot of unresolved resentment fairly and and understand what made me think of that was the friend request thing when my dad friend requested me, i do resent him well and see if you had told me that you know, a couple of months ago, of course, I, of course, I would have said, you know, it's your father. Bygones be bygones. Of course, you should be friends with them. But then after producing your book for a month. Yeah. Now I don't know. <laughs> I mean, now I have a much deeper insight into I your mean, head. And I, that's that's a situation that I, I, I would be hesitant. I've always said I would be 
totally fine and normal if sexual abuse was my only abuse that I endured. No, yeah, and it's not. Because so many people can heal from sexual abuse if your mother, your father holds you and love you and take care of you and make you feel safe and protected. But psh, I don't have any of that. In a lot so, of ways, you got abandoned by both your parents. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Well, and if it's going to cause you anxiety, and that's, why do it? You are old enough now where you do not have to do anything you don't want to do like that. Yes, you're going to have to go do stuff with your kids you may not want to do. Right. Or, oh. But that's not what, what I'm talking about. If you're dad you don't have to have anything to do with him he causes you anxiety why should you i mean instead of friending you on facebook how about calling you i agree or writing you a letter right i mean obviously he's inept and he's not going to do it so that's the easiest way out yeah but it's like do you really want to see his posts so you know what my no, and I certainly don't want to see the post that says what a and great plus, father he old was. Old people yeah, yeah. like that age, like I'm I mean oh. like older than a certain age. Yeah, eighties. A lot of people that just that I know of that are older and I'm old, but older than me, don't even know how to work Facebook right. Oh, right, and they start and, and it's bad. Posting things that yes. they don't know what they're doing. And they don't realize that other people can see it. And it, I just I mean, do you want to see pictures of his family? Ugh. No. You've already had to deal with a bunch of Oh, I know. And it's, shit it like caused that. a lot of pain. And it got worse for me when I had my own children. Because then, not only did he abandon me, he didn't have any interest in them. Well, he had a little bit that was fading. He doesn't even know my four children's names. It's very justified resentment. Last Christmas, yes. he brought gifts for the boys. I'm like, well, I have two girls too, but whatever. Uh, like, well, I used to get newsletters from my oh, father from is, his where he worked, his business. Uh, like... First of all, I can't stand Christmas newsletters because I don't really think anyone wants to read them. <laughs> right. But, um, I agree. Uh, it was full of all the happenings of the year for his family and talked about all of them and the kids and named everyone. And I certainly wasn't named or oh, my sisters that is or painful, his grandchildren. Shelley. And I thought, why are you sending me this? Oh. That is so mean. Um, um, Surely you have some no sort of clue that you have, like, uh, he, his I only grandchildren never. at the time I had given him, oh, God. yet none of us were mentioned. It's I mean, hard to find that line, year. whether it's just someone's ignorant or they're dopey or if they're just an asshole, you know? He's this an sounds asshole. Like a, I think he's an, yeah, that's, that's well, an asshole. You can't be that obtuse. No, 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 no. I agree. Maybe I was on his mail list, but you know what? Go to the trouble to say don't send her one. Yeah. She doesn't exist in it i will tell you my therapist this week she said wanda you you cry a lot over this over your father leaving you you're 50 plus years old instead of being the little girl crying look at the man that he is who is he today what has he become would you enjoy that person would you enjoy his company does he do anything that stimulates you intellectually or emotionally and no because he's a racist he's narrow-minded I just I would never hang out with him ever she goes once you see him and think of him as a person you're not going to cry anymore over that person not taking care of you because you just don't like who the person is I know but what you have not done is given up all hope you there's this tiny bit but that's the little girl in me that has it but I'm thinking let's twist turn this around like yeah you know I think I would hang out with him Part well, of you is still tempted, though. I mean, it's... But some people don't girl, like... Yeah, yeah don't definitely. love their parents like to want to hang out with them, but they still respect them and oh. go and need to say hello once in a while. Oh, no, I don't but have that. But you don't have that. I don't have that. So you don't even have that. Yeah. You're I right. think no matter how old you get, though, every person that 
craves their parents' acceptance. You know what I mean? Of course, no matter that's what. what I'm saying, you still. <sighs> God, when will it stop? <laughs> well, I don't think I... it ever stops. It's just how you deal with it. You know? Yeah, you're, it it stopped. It's a much better. It's definitely much oh, better. It's much better. And on that note. I think we have to end. Oh, we went God, over 30 we minutes, didn't up. we? Yeah, we did. But, man, I was into that. So we didn't get to the pedophile report. Oh, shoot. We didn't. Oh, yeah, we did. Up. We talked about that SEL learning. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and how, I don't know if that's gone too far. Have you ever done a pedophile around here report? No. Oh, that's a good you know idea. There's a website you can oh, go. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've talked about that, how to find them. That's a good idea. It's we'll talk about that. how close they are. Shelly, please come back. I'd love to. It's thank been you my for being pleasure. on my show. Thank Kevin, you, Shelly. Thank you for letting me. Kevin, so good to see you. Again. Always great to see you as well. It's I fun to be doing beings. this again. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. You can find me on my blog, painfulwisdom.com. And do not forget, from tremendous pain comes an enormous amount of strength. I'm Wanda Means. 